Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a uh, less wet morning. Thank God. Uh, Not a lot of uh, lights going off either, which is a good thing. Um, Speaking of lights, uh, last week we were talking about how you know, pretty much every team in the NBA gets into the dance, at least most of them, um, especially with that play-in round they're doing this week. Uh, Lakers, early pick to possibly go all the way beginning of the season, and then all of a sudden took a big, giant tumble, and... Really the uh, the historic implosion of, of all teams. Here's one that was picked to win the championship. Hey, look look what they have. LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Carmelo Anthony and some of these other individuals who are just nothing more than a superstar. Russell Westbrook, a UCLA guy playing in Los Angeles. One thing they didn't figure on, and that is those guys are getting O-L-D-E-R. And playing together like that does not always guarantee any kind of championship. Well, not only did the Lakers not get uh, a chance at the championship, they ain't even in the playoffs. That is a just a huge, huge uh, disaster for the NBA, number one, and for the Lakers, number two. So who walks the plank? Of course, the coach, Frank Vogel. Is it his fault? 18 months ago, he took the team to their 17th NBA championship in franchise history. That was 18 months ago, three years ago, and now they've completely collapsed. Is it his fault that they had the injuries? Is it his fault that the team was constructed in such a way that it looked like it was going to be good on paper? You've got to be able to judge the talent and the attitudes of these individuals involved. No, it's not really his fault, but who has to walk the plank? The captain of the ship. So Frank Vogel out after 18 months. He's a good coach. He's a very good X's and O's coach, but it's not his fault, but he has to pay the price. I'm sure he'll something. he'll land somewhere, oh, yeah, for he, sure. Vogel, will, oh yeah, all those coaches do. It's a fraternity, Yeah, and they keep being hired on, and so yeah, he'll, he'll be around. Well, um, we've got the uh, playing rounds, as I mentioned, kicking off uh, tonight. Uh, Cavaliers and Nets are going to kick things off. That's in the East, Mm -hmm. and they have another one in the West. This is a very interesting series. This is the first time the NBA has tried this. And what is the the focal point of having this play-in is to prevent teams from tanking. In other words, losing on purpose so they can get a high draft choice. There are six teams in the NBA who are automatically in. They're seeded one through six, and they are into the playoffs regardless. Then you have seven, eight, nine, and ten seeded. What do you do with them? Well, we have the new play-in round. And the way it works is a little bit different from what they do in, in college. It's not one and done, at least with seven and eight. Seven plays eight. Now the winner, that's the end of it, he's in. That, win- that winning team automatically makes it. The losing team gets to play again. Nine plays ten tomorrow night. Losing team in that one, out, gone. The winner plays the loser of that first game, seven and eight, whoever loses that one. Plays number nine, or whomever it is that wins that nine versus ten, and that team advances. So it's it's a guarantee of two games for seven and eight, and a guarantee of at least one for nine and ten. And that's the way it works in both conferences. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. I've, I've been reading a lot of reports recently that the mayor of Kansas City has been paying a pretty big push to try and get professional basketball in Kansas City. You think that's ever going to happen? If it did, it would be a return, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And th- this franchise, which is the Sacramento Kings, that's who they're after, has been 
everywhere. When I was a kid growing up, they were the Rochester Royals, Rochester, New York Royals. They moved to Cincinnati, became the Cincinnati Royals. Didn't last there, moved to Kansas City and became the Kansas City Kings. Moved to Omaha and became the Omaha Kings. Then they became the Kansas City slash Omaha Kings. And now they're Sacramento. That poor franchise can't do a thing. (laughs) What do you think the chances of them getting it? Well, I, I really, in all honesty, pro basketball didn't go well in Kansas City when they were there originally. Mm-hmm. And they were there for a number of years. We had them down here, Mike, uh, for exhibition games at Hammond Center. This was before JQH Arena was built. Had them here a number of times. Very entertaining. Crowd showed up. Oh, I think we had 6,500, 7,000. It was a charity event in, in, both, uh, in every case they were down here. I remember once sitting in the press row and the Kings played the Houston Rockets. And who comes out on the court? Moses Malone, right in front of me. I said, oh, my Lord, this man is bigger than I ever thought he was. <laughs> but we, we got a chance to see a number of individuals who are the great stars in basketball. And, and that, that's, that's all part of the focal point of it. But would it go on a regular basis? I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll Honestly, see. don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, they got a real nice uh, little center right downtown. Yeah, so. but they had one when the Kansas City yes. Scouts of the National Hockey League were there. and that Yeah, didn't yeah. Also, money talks. Uh, speaking of which, uh, two basketball bears are out of the program. They're transferring. Where are they going? Yeah, there's no question about that. They, they This is Demarcus Sharp and Jamonte Black. They had declared for the transfer portal. Now, you can come back from the transfer portal and uh, play for your original team, but these guys didn't have that in mind. They are going with Corey Gibson, an assistant coach of the Bears, who was named head coach at Northwestern State in Natchitoches, Louisiana. And uh, they they put their name in the transfer portal for a while, but that's really where they were going. And yesterday they did say, yep, that's where we're going to go. So we're saying so long to the Bears. And Jamonte Black, who is Isaiah Mosley's buddy from Columbia Rock Ridge, and Demarcus Sharp, who is from Charleston, Missouri, by way of Colby Junior College in Kansas, uh, they're both going down to Northwestern State. Who are Northwestern State? Well, they play in the Southland Conference. Bears have played them before. Uh, good program. Corey Gibson will do a really good job with them in Natchitoches, Louisiana. So that's where those two guys end up. We had a little bit of baseball happening yesterday. Any uh, wins for the Missouri teams? Uh, unfortunately, no. They were not. The Cardinals were rained out. They never got their game in. They stay at home and play the Kansas City Royals tonight and tomorrow afternoon. That's at Bush Stadium. And, of course, the Royal or the Cardinals return that visit to Kansas City later on this year. But, no, they were supposed to have played the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday afternoon, and the game was rained out. It was sunny in Kansas City. Now, go figure. <laughs> God. <laughs> now, that's how different a uh, matter of, what, 150 miles? Two and a half hours, man. So, at Kansas City, they played the game. Uh, the uh, Royals and the Cleveland Guardians. And the Guardians scored enough runs in the eighth inning to offset a Kansas City rally, and the Guardians won it by a score of 10-7. to ah. So it's a split of that series for the Royals, who now go to St. Louis and play the Cardinals tonight and tomorrow afternoon. Well, hopefully uh, someone from Missouri gets a win tonight and tomorrow. The baseball Bears of Missouri State need a return to good fortune. They have not had a lot of great luck recently, but you think they can change tonight? They can hit the ball. That's one thing the Bears can do. They can hit. Their pitching and their defense has been somewhat on the lackluster side. It cost them on Sunday, Mike, when they played Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist, incidentally, is the 19th-ranked team in America. They are really, really good. Bears had them down 7-3. 7-3. 
in the seventh inning and lost the game 17 to seven. So here's here is a team outscoring the Bears 14 to nothing at one stretch. And um, yes, Missouri State can hit, but they their pitching is suspect tonight. They play Oral Roberts. The game will be at Hammonds Field. They start at 6:35. The Bears can beat Oral Roberts. They can beat any team they play, but they do have to concentrate. And yes, they need to change their mojo quite a bit. Incidentally, the Springfield Cardinals played last night as well down in North Little Rock, Arkansas, and fell to the Arkansas Travelers four to three. It's unfortunate because, man, they've been really good up until the last couple of years. What do you think's happening? Recruiting? What just? Oh no, I think it's there. There's a lot of factors involved with the Bears. They are they're a good team. Coach Cutton's in his 40th year now, as he, he knows the talent that he's looking for. But coming up with high quality pitchers at a mid major level—that's what the Bears are, mid major. That takes some doing and takes some very elite scouting. Bears have had a number of great pitchers in the past who have gone on to fame in the big leagues. But in regards to their overall staying power with a mid-major, it's uh, they're tough to get. They are, definitely. Uh, last but not least, uh, speaking of college baseball, who's, uh, who's the top dog right now? Number one is the Volunteers, University of Tennessee. They are number one in America. They're followed by Oregon State. They're, Oregon State's always there. Miami, Texas Tech, Arkansas, number five, and Oklahoma State, number six. Missouri State has already played Oklahoma State once this year. They do play Arkansas in a couple of weeks. And then number 19 in America is Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist is a very interesting and somewhat of an anomaly. They are allowed to play Division I baseball. But in every other sport, they are either Division II or National Christian College. This is most unusual. The only, only aspect of their athletic program that's D1 is baseball. They are good. Very good. They're in the Missouri Valley Conference, and of course, they're the leaders. Missouri Valley Conference postseason tournament is here at Hammonds Field, middle part of May, and and Dallas Baptist will be up here for that, and the Bears owe them a whipping. They definitely do, and uh, if you are a baseball fan, definitely get out there because you'll see some prospects for sure that are probably going to be playing in the majors eventually. Ned, you have a wonderful Tuesday. See you tomorrow, man.